This time each and every, usually Erev Shabbos. Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, addresses us concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, Wednesday, Erev Yom Tov, Rabbi Yudin addresses the uh, topic of the holiday of Sukkot. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum, and Gemar Tov, everybody, and good Erev Yom Tov. What a very special day this is as we go into the Yom Tov of Sukkos, Zman Simchasenu, the time which the Torah designates as an especially happy time. Let's try to go to the best of our ability chronologically, and therefore, A, today, Erev Yom Tov, what do I have to do? I have to make an Erev Tavshilin in order to enable us to cook Mietz Hashem this coming Friday for Shabbos. I designate before the Yom Tov a cooked food and a baked food, a piece of fish, meat, hard-boiled egg, and a challah, roll or matzah, and I am understandably beginning with this food that I am going to put aside. I'm beginning my preparation for Shabbos, which I will then complete, please God, on Friday for Shabbos. We make a bracha, al mitzvah's eruv. We recite that with this we should have the opportunity, the ability to cook and prepare from Yom Tov to Shabbos. And the eruv tafshilin is put away and not eaten until Shabbos, the minhag is, until shalosh seudos. Secondly, if you live in a community which has an Erev, wonderful. Then you have no problem in carrying from your home to the sukkah on Shabbos. If, however, there is no Erev in the community and you don't have an Erev around your home and sukkah, so there still might be time, I hope, to consult your local Rav in order to make sure that you can carry from the house to the sukkah. One more thing to do today. You who have a sukkah, stop. It's not too late to invite those neighbors, friends, who don't have a sukkah to join you in your sukkah, especially tonight. The night this night, the first night of Sukkos, and please God, tomorrow night, it is exceedingly important that we eat in a sukkah, as I will be describing. So, don't forget, invite those people who don't have a sukkah to join you. The Torah tells us, Basukos Teshvu Shivas Yomim. You are to reside in a sukkah for seven days, and that is in Eretz Yisrael. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, we reside in the sukkah for eight days. I cannot, because of time, go into the construction of the sukkah. Just know that the sukkah cannot be under any overhang, any under any projection, uh, a leg 
ledge and overhang or under trees, right? It has to be tachas hashemayim. When we say sukkah, the term sukkah itself refers to the schach. Now, interestingly, the Shulchan Aruch, when it begins the laws of sukkos in Simon Tafresh Hafei, it begins which is out of character. The Mechaber, Yosef Karol, the author of the Shulchan Aruch, does not begin each section by citing the Psukim from the Torah. Here he does. He begins with Basukos Teshvu Shiva Siyamim. Why? And he goes on to explain. Ki Basukos Hoshavti Es B'nei Yisrael Because we are to know and realize that God provided for us Sukkos when we left Egypt. And he goes on to explain that these Sukkos that the Torah is referring to are the Anane Kavod, literally the clouds of glory that Hashem enveloped them, that they should not be adversely affected by the uh, elements, namely that the Ananei Kavod provided for them air conditioning by day, because the desert is hot by day, and it provided for them heat by night, so that they were comfortable. And, in fact, it is this reason that you are to remember the comforts that the Ber Yosef, Rav Yosef Salant, has a beautiful machshava. And he says, why is it that Rava teaches in the Gemara Sukkah of Amaral of 26a that a mitzta'er potem in a sukkah, that if somebody is uncomfortable in the sukkah, they are, from the letter of the Lord, exempt. It's because the whole purpose of the sukkah is to remind us of the comforts. And we are to relive and to be comfortable in the sukkah as we are at home. Teshvu ke'en teduru. And therefore, as one would not stay in their home if it is very hot without air conditioning, and one would not stay in their home if it was very cold without heat, so too, and if there were other issues that made your residing at home uncomfortable, so too the sukkah, which is a very, very interesting kind of an idea, because you don't find this principle of mitzta'ir, potur, in and regard to other mitzvos as well. So the idea is that it's important to know that the sukkah should uh, uh, be made in such a way that, again, I don't have time to go into it, but if you are using canvas sukkahs, make sure that the walls are as taut as possible, as tight as possible, because if there is much flap, then that could literally threaten the um, sukkah and perhaps invalidate it. So please still time. If it's a canvas sukkah, make it as taut as possible, or if one is aware to create a uh, situation of walls using lovewood with actual you know, strings, literally throughout the sukkah. Now, the uh, sukkah, as we pointed out, comes from the term schach, which is the covering which has to be A from Gedulei Karka 
that which grows from the ground, B, that which is detached from the ground, so you can't build a sukkah up into a tree and have the branches of the tree while the branches are still connected, and the that which is being used as schach cannot be something which is makabil tuma, which and therefore, for example, one could not use fruit, even if the fruit would last, because the, when the Torah says that you are to reside in the sukkah for seven days, it means that the sukkah itself must be able to last for seven days, and your schach has to be able to last for seven days. And so, if somebody is a florist, and would want to use exotic and beautiful branches, but these branches would not last seven days, he says, don't worry, I'll change them. No. If it can't go seven days, then even the first couple of days that they're there, it would not be a valid sukkah. The, um, whatever is put up as decoration for the sukkah becomes an intrinsic part of the sukkah and it becomes huktsa the mitzvah the entire sukkah for the week of sukkos so let's say for example during the week of sukkos if I want to play ping pong and I've eaten my meal and it's chola moed and the grandchildren are coming over and we're going to get excited we're going to take off one or two panels of the sukkah and we'll use it to play ping pong and then we'll put it back on and then go and eat in the sukkah, have what we are to do in the sukkah, enjoy our company in the sukkah. And the answer is no, not during sukkos. Chagas sukkos, tasel l'chos shivas yomim. So the entire uh, seven days, the sukkah is huktsa limitzvasa. And similarly, you want to go fishing during chola moed, and you want to take one of the poles off the schach, Right, if you use bamboo, and after all, you have enough poles there that removing of one would not disqualify the sukkah 100%. The sukkah is still going to be kosher, but you can't take that pole and use it for anything else. Now, the mitzvah of yeshiva basukkah, the mitzvah of residing in the sukkah, is as follows that ideally, one should make the sukkah their home, namely, say midiras keva, we are to exit from our regular homes and shave bidiras aroi and make this temporary hut your dwelling place. So, therefore, you're eating and Ideally, even sleeping. Married men are exempt, and especially we. And now the weather is becoming a bit chillier, who live in this climate, and especially our ancestors, many of whom came from Europe, where it was even colder, and especially when Sukkot came a little bit later in the year, the, there was a valid reason for their not sleeping in the Sukkah. However, and I speak to the gentlemen that might enjoy a Yom Tov nap on Yom Tov afternoon, it's a beautiful time to take your you know, mattress 
into the sukkah and enjoy your nap in the sukkah. This is something which I think people should try to implement. You'll enjoy it and you are fulfilling the mitzvah in the proper way. Eating and drinking should be done. All your meals, ideally, whether permitting, should be in the sukkah. Uh, From the letter of the law, if one is not eating a grain product, one of the five grains, and if the bracha is not going to be hamotzi or mizonos, technically speaking, one could eat fruit and uh, drink uh, other beverages outside the sukkah. However, if one goes into the sukkah, even for the purpose of drinking a glass of water, the Shulchan Aruch says, that's not crazy, just the opposite. That's even praiseworthy. So one should, obviously, pending on circumstances, if they can. Now all this is true regarding the rest of the week of Sukkos. As far as tonight is concerned, interestingly, the rabbis in the Gemara learned it out from a Shava, a common phraseology between the Yom Tov of Pesach and that of Sukkos, Chamishasa, Chamishasa, and the Talmud teaches us that just as when it comes to the first night of Pesach, the eating of matzah is mandatory, so too the eating in the sukkah tonight is mandatory. Thank God the weather in our locale is good. They're not predicting R-A-I-N for tonight. And therefore, we should be able to you know, sit in the sukkah and enjoy the sukkah this evening. And as I said before, try to bring you know, guests you know, into the sukkah with you. Uh, tonight, the order of the brachos in the sukkah is, first, we have the bracha of Yayin in the Kiddush, the bracha of Mekadish Yisrael v'hazmanim, the bracha of Kiddush, then comes the bracha of Leishev Basukah, and finally the bracha of Shechianu. Now the bracha of Shechianu tonight is going on a the Yom Tov, that we thank Hashem, that we have reached another major uh, point in our calendar year, namely the Yontav of Sukkos, as well as for the construction of the Sukkah. Now, listen carefully. Tonight, when we sit down, after we've washed, and we've made hamotzi, and we have a piece of challah in the sukkah, so, listen carefully, if you're on a diet, so you don't have to have the potato kugel, but you do have to have a nice piece of challah, and try to eat that piece of challah, if you can, within even, perhaps, let's say, four minutes, and that's not that much time. The idea being that you've eaten a, like a beitza, the amount, b'chdei achilas pras. And enjoy. Realize that this is the what the Zohar calls, you're sitting in tzilo dimhem nusa. You're sitting literally in the shade of belief. You're sitting in the, where the shade of the sukkah gives us belief. It's not simply that each night in the sukkah we welcome the Yushpizen, we welcome the special seven guests that come into the sukkah. Tomorrow night the privilege of welcoming Avramavinu into our sukkah. The idea that 
Chag HaSukos, Shivas Yomim Lashem. We look upon the Sukkot literally as a house of Hashem. And the truth of the matter is, why is it that regarding Pesach, the Torah doesn't use the term Simcha at all. Regarding Shavuos, you have it once in Re'eh. Regarding Sukkos, you have Simcha three times in the Torah. You have it A in Parshas uh, Emor. Right? And then you have it twice at the end of Parshas Re'eh. So, there are many explanations, but I'm going to give one which I think is very meaningful. And that is as follows. It's not coincidental that Sukkos comes right after Rosh Hashanah and on Yom Kippur. What has happened? On Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we left the shul after Yom Kippur. Wow! Feeling on such a high that we've accomplished Mechilas Avonos. We've accomplished the cleaning of our slate and we begin a fresh new slate for the new year. We feel so exhilarated as if to say, ah, we're attaining our purpose and when a person feels as if they are fulfilling their tafkid and their purpose in life, wow, that gives them an incredible sense of inner simcha. So whereas, unfortunately, throughout the year, some might become sidetracked, here, this is the way our rabbis understand, which we'll talk about the Arba Minim in a moment, the first day, the idea that we have been able to now take this special cleansing of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and celebrate it in the Sukkah. Where there is, please God, tomorrow morning, starting on Thursday morning, the mitzvah of taking the Arba Minim, right? The Esrog, the Lulav, the Adasim, and the Aravos. With the green of the Esrog, with the spine facing you, your Hadasim, the three myrtle, are on your right, and your two Aravos, the willow, are on your left. The Torah says, Lulkachtem, that you are to take them, and therefore, the manner in which you do so is as follows. A right-handed person has the lulav in his right hand, and if you're a lefty, you would put the lulav in your left hand. And, very simply, you to recite the bracha, which is done over lasi osan, you do so with the esrog, with the pitome, if there is a pitome, or those esrogim that grow without a pitom, downward. Why? Because were you to hold the esrog straight up, you're very holding it, you fulfilled the mitzvah. And you want to make the bracha before you actually fulfill the mitzvah. And therefore, you recite the bracha, please God, tomorrow morning, two brachos, that of al-natila slulav and shech Some have the custom of reciting like the ari, the taking the Esrog and Lulav in the Sukkah, and others have a very different custom, and they wait for being in the Beisach Knesses, and they um, recite the Bracha 
on on the tilas lulav and shachianu. Please God tomorrow morning before Halil. And the idea is that um, with the uh, esrog lulav, one then performs the naanuim, whereby he shakes them uh, literally in all uh, directions. Now. You have the Kriyas Torah, please God, on the first two days of Sukkos, coming from Parshas HaMoadim in Emor. You have on Shabbos Cholamoed, the Kriyas Torah coming from Parshas Kisisa. We read Koheles on um, Shabbos Cholamoed, a very strong indicator to us what real simcha is. It helps us put things in the proper perspective. There's no question, but it's such a special Yom Tov. And let's conclude with that there's so much about the Yom Tov of uh, Sukkos which is based upon the oral law, the Torah Shabbat Peh, the very celebration of Simchas Beis HaShoeva, that all year long, every day, wine was poured on the Mizbeach, on the altar in the Beis HaMikdash. During the week of Sukkos, in addition to the wine, Ushavtem Mayim Bisason, water was poured on the Mizbeah. There is no verse in the Torah that tells us explicitly. The rabbis learn this out. It's a halacha lemoshe misinai. But this is such an exciting idea that the Yom Tov of, Shav, of Sukkos is our strong celebration of the Torah Shabbat that we have as well. There's so much more that I could go into. I just want to take this opportunity to tell, wish everyone a good Yom Tov, a Chag Sameach. Really enjoy the Yom Tov. Enjoy the Sukkah. Enjoy the Arbaminim. Reminding ourselves, Ashrenu Matov Chelkeinu. A good Yom Tov and a Shabbat Shalom for Shabbos Chol HaMoed to all. JM in the AM on this Wednesday. It's Erev Sukkot here at JM in the AM.